0: Well, Finance Minister Christia Freeland delivered a fall economic update today that warns of a potential recession in 2023, uh, presenting two fiscal forecasts based on whether or not that downturn occurs. Now, the update also announced, uh, announced plans for a new tax on share buybacks and significant incentives for green energy investment. Uh, aimed at responding to um, a major package of tax and climate policy reforms uh, that were announced south of the border. Uh, In what government views as the most likely scenario in regards to uh, spending and dollars, Canada's economy will continue to grow modestly through next year, and the federal deficit for this fiscal year will be $36 billion, an improvement over the 52 billion dollars deficit forecast in April uh, which is driven in large part by higher than expected uh, inflation. Now the update also says that uh, there is a potential for a surplus of four and a half billion dollars by 2027-2028. Joining me now to make sense of all of this is CKNW business analyst Michael Levy. Good afternoon Michael. Hey, Jazz. Well, what do you make of all of this? A lot of numbers being thrown around, uh, deficit after deficit after deficit, and a potential surplus by 2027, 2028. Of course, there's an election in between there uh, as well. What did you make of today's uh, fiscal update?
1: My forecast for 2027, 2028 will be every bit as valid as Christian Freeland's. And um, I have not got a winning record, but good on her for putting it out there, four and a half billion dollar surplus. Um, I think my, my, my first thought is, is that if you are going to continue to spend, then you cannot take your deficit down because you cannot count on revenues Tax revenues, particularly that are going to hold up compared to the absolute bonanza of tax revenues that the government got when everybody went back to work and businesses were humming on all eight cylinders. So um, that's a bit of, a, a, a bit tentative, I would say. Um, I, I got to think that uh, they are optimistic on. Uh, soft landing i'm a little more pessimistic um gdp slows to seven tenths of one percent for the soft landing and hard landing is almost a one percent shrinkage so minus nine tenths of one percent i'm more on that uh wavelength jazz a jobless rate 6.1 uh if it's soft landing 6.6 percent if it's a hard landing Anywhere in between the deficits is where I have an argument of either thirty-six billion or forty-nine billion in two thousand twenty-three. I want to have this conversation with you about January, whatever, and uh, I think the deficit is going to be pushing on fifty billion dollars, not thirty-six.
0: Wow. Now, one of the things that they uh, talked about today is the share, the stock buybacks. Now, the government uh, uh, generally corporations buy their own stock from existing shareholders. It's a, a Practice. that's very common. The intention is to introduce a corporate tax of 2% that would apply to the, the I guess the net value of the share buybacks. Uh, what does this do? Is this a question of just uh, uh, when the corporations are making too much money? It's, it's one of those sort of middle class announcement that they make and they're going to take a bit of it and uh, use it for other programs.
1: This is a bit of a charade. Um, There is a 2% uh, um, tax on share buybacks. There is no doubt about that. That is targeting directly the oil and gas industry. Don't even think about the rest and the cost to them because uh, they have said to Canadian corporations, Canadian industrial companies, uh, that if you direct money towards green energy or green... uh, Using green as the the, the byword for anything that you're going to do to expand your businesses, to build on your businesses, you're going to get a 30% tax credit. That 30% tax credit, it won't take much to take care of the 2% uh, share buyback because they're going to get it back from another pocket from the government there's no doubt about that oil and gas uh companies the the exploration or the uh building of 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 bigger uh uh resources here in, uh, in canada and alberta and newfoundland in order to pump more oil and gas canada doesn't want that so um that that they can't spend in Canada because there's nothing to spend on. So the 2% and big profits that oil and gas are producing are going to go for government revenue. It's not going to hurt the banks. It's not going to hurt the other businesses.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, in regards to inflation, in regards to what's happening in Ukraine, we're already talking about a potential energy shock in December uh, as uh, Europe uh, relies on energy from other parts of the world instead of Russia. Uh, that could spike energy. There's so many very out there in regards to what's happening globally um, I mean how accurate are these uh, kind of uh, report cards in the in, in the grand scheme of things because you've gone through so many of them how accurate are they?
1: Uh, they, they they can be accurate. Paul Martin, when he went to cut um, Canada's deficit and balance our books, he was right on in the years he did it. When I say right on, not on to the dollar or the penny, but he knew what he was doing. Uh, and um, he was right on. These aren't. There are just too many variables. I've got to tell you, the biggest variable, and you didn't hear this word very often, I'm still looking for some numbers from the Canadian government. Inflation is the big question. You just nailed it. What happens if energy prices spike again over the winter? What happens if grains or, or wheat or foodstuffs spike over the winter? What happens if, and you can keep going on, what happens with, but Ukraine and Russia are the wild card, but there are other wild cards throughout the world. But I, I think inflation could play a big part part of this scenario and where we're going my thoughts are we're not going to know until it happens so we can make all the forecasts we want inflation to me is the wild card and i look for the numbers and i didn't find them
0: yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, they're talking about oh, potentially a surplus in 2027. If you look at the the revenue windfall just because of inflation, uh, looking at the numbers here, they're spending about 40%, 45% of that revenue windfall when they should probably be saving more. And I guess that's the, the answer at the end of the day when government gets <laughs> revenue, they should be putting it away or cutting taxes somewhere. But in this case, they're spending about 45% of that revenue windfall already.
1: Yeah. Yeah, how about just cutting your deficit? I mean, this is the worst thing. Now, with interest rates going up, your cost of borrowing, if your government, is going up too. If interest rates go up by a percent, the cost of borrowing for government goes up by a percent. Those That revenue has to come from some, somewhere. So if we have inflation at a half of 1% when we started out, and we now have inflation somewhere up around uh, 6%, 5.5%. Well, the everybody knows that if you have a loan and it's a variable rate loan, which is what governments are paying on, on the government debt, that's our debt, then your uh, costs are going to go up because – Interest is costing you more. And I think that, the, the, as I said, uh, if inflation is not uh, controlled, if inflation starts to run wild again, Jazz, it's going to punch a lot of holes in this budget update.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Michael, thank you so much for your time, my friend. Thanks, Jazz.